0: Your cast i'm josh that's jeff hey what's happening we anything like, new
1: no We like yes? to no. party hey no we um, like to punk. My, my what
2: party. my, my, my name is jeff i like to party i like to uh, i like parties no no i like to party that's my thing you can't oh, that's okay. my i like to party that's that's, that's wells.
1: wells yeah my name's buck and i like to party
2: <laughs> no 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 that's that's not how that goes
1: either. all
0: right so wells we yeah. went to day Night and day. Night and day number three. Volume three. At Heist Barrel Arts. Is it the third day or the third night? Both. So uh, I'll let you go first. Yeah. Your your thoughts on the overall festival, what we got to try.
1: So as the person that's been to every or every all three of these now.
0: That's technically every.
1: Yeah, sure. But every doesn't really hit the same Oh, I'm aware. Trust me. Okay. Um Wow. This, I gotta say, I had a really good time. Okay. Although I was the least impressed with the average beer lineup. Okay. Like versus years past, uh, this year was a little. Uh, I know I should say something nice about it too. Uh, in fact, I'm just going to start out by saying something nice about it. You know what? Can you wait just a minute? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is super angry. So it's an outdoor festival, and it it happens in the beginning of November, and Heist is, like, the Barrel Arts facility is absolutely gorgeous. Yes, it is. Uh, over it's, there. It's stunning. We could not have asked for better weather. Uh, the layout was a little bit more compact than it had been in years past, um, but I still didn't wait in line for a beer for shit. So, um, so when you
0: say compact um, Just to give the listeners an idea So when you're at High Sparrow Arts There's this big field And then there's like a little parking lot That goes to their event space uh, Obviously I, this was my first one going to Wells had told me last year It was in the big field This year it was in the parking lot So it was a little bit more You know kind of compact, so to speak. However, like Wells, uh, never once had to wait in line for a beer, which was a huge positive for me. And there were some really great breweries out there. There was some swinging dicks there. Uh, just to give you an idea of who was there. So we had Jackie Soul, uh, Jackie O's, we had Weathered Souls, we had Zool, we had Jackie's Soul. Jackie's Soul. There is no Jackie's Soul, there is only, only Zool. Zool. Um, those were like the big three, I guess, out of my mind of the places that I wanted to try. Wells,
1: this was a big one for me. It's some breweries that I'd never heard of before coming in and just being like, hi, this is who we like. We're just here to wreck the place. Uh, back channel brewing is a collaborator on one of these and the stuff that they brought. Oh my God, this is amazing. Um, there's some breweries that I'm like God. I I don't know why you're here, um, but, yes. But but not that many. Uh, my kind of gripe is this is just a kind of a this is how the scene is going. A little bit too many fruited seltzers for my personal tastes. Um, fruited seltzers, or like overly fruited Berliner vices. Okay, yes. so
2: like the sure. like the Chicago style. Like it's really. Somebody dumped like high pulp orange juice into a jar and threw a little something in it to make it alcoholic.
1: I think so, yeah. Um, and I'm not a fan of, like, I, I don't even like pulp in my orange juice. I can't do that shit. So, yeah, um, pulp
0: free in '93, motherfuckers. God.
1: Um, but otherwise, like, this still remains one of my favorite festivals in Charlotte, even if this is like the. It, it, it's the Godfather three of, of this trilogy so far, but I mean, I'll still take Godfather three over like a lot of other movies. So,
0: so yeah, I was going to say as somebody who has been to all three, you would say this was probably your,
1: it was my least favorite, favorite. of the three. I'm still going back next year, like hard, firm going, <laughs> going back to night and day. Can't, can't wait for night and day four. So, okay.
2: Okay. That's awesome. Glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, good times for the two of you. And I'm just like you're. I didn't speak my piece yet. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: But what do you think?
2: Yes. So, Josh, as someone who doesn't like to go out much, no, and who really doesn't like crowds, nope, I don't. How was the event for you? Perfect. Uh Oh, stunningly perfect.
0: Uh, So the way that it was set up, you had I don't know guessing probably 20 breweries outside. Uh, a few of them had like their own tents. Most of them were just at tables. And then they had the bar inside of the event space that had a bunch of other stuff, too. Um, and, you know, it was a fairly decent-sized event space to begin with. They had a couple of tables set up in there. Kind of towards the end of the day, when I started to get a little overpeopled, but still wanted to actually enjoy some of the stuff that was in there, we all kind of hung out inside of the event space started to feel a little crowded towards the end of the day, like trying to get a beer, but I also understand that technically it felt like separate spaces, right? Like you had all this stuff outside and then you had it's a whole... like the
2: difference between night and day. Yes. Yeah.
0: You had this whole complete building inside. Um, you know, as Wells mentioned, the fact that there was no lines. Like you would just walk up to a brewery tent or to a table and say, I want to try X. We'll pour you X.
2: Question. Yes. So the the lack of lines, is that because there were many more breweries pouring than there were ticket holders? Yes, 100%.
0: Okay. Because, at least from what I noticed, um, based off of your level that you got, because there was super VIP, VIP, regular admission. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: I remember this episode of Parks
0: and Rec. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. Does Did VIP have a different color band than Super? So the
1: only difference between... So Super VIP and VIP both got in an hour before general yes. admission. And that's two different tiers of kind of what you're taking home with you. Uh, we will be featuring... Uh, I mean, I we both did Super VIP. Yes. So... Uh, VIP went home with a mixed four pack of heist beer and a kick of the super nuts. VIP also you got that four pack plus a teku plus another beer bottle that we are about to you know we'll be drinking on the show. We're talking about that and
2: buy no buy coming up
1: later We will be we'll be reviewing the entire heist uh, super VIP pack all five beers plus uh, well plus we'll see uh, yeah, potentially
0: another. Uh, well, the reason I asked that is, is, you know, yeah. what Jeff was asking. Um, so when you notice, like, obviously, if I have a, a green armband versus regular admission just has a plain mm-hmm. white armband... Arm yeah. You're
2: better than those people, I guess. Yes, yeah. totally.
0: Uh, I noticed, especially as the day was winding down, there was way more, like... It started to feel a little bit more... I won't say crowded, because it never was. Right. Once. But, like, I noticed... Like we were the only ones left with green armbands. Like it felt like all the other VIPs at so, that point had dispersed.
2: So uh, let me ask um, a me? question that you may not be able to answer, but but it got me. It's got me curious. So if you're noticing that all the super VIPs come in the hour early, they go and they get to try like all the big swinging digs that they're excited to try because yes. you know because I,
0: I mean like literally the first beer that well shouldn't say the first beer I had, but the second beer I had was a Jackie O style.
2: Sure. But is it is it at all possible that the that that some of those folks are in specifically to get the hall and get out?
0: It's very possible. Um, um, I wouldn't pay what they want if that's what they're there
2: for. But So going back to kind of a conversation we had last episode about Jay Wakefield. Jay Wakefield, and then let's talk about Topland Goliath for a second too, because we talked about uh, Chase had got us a bottle of their peach brandy barrel aged old ale. Right. Um, that we're, we'll have on it in a, a, a future here at some point. We got time to fit it. The, the crazy yes. amount of backlog that we have, we've got good beer for a while. Yeah, we do. But he, he, we were texting the other day, and he's like, "Yeah, I got an invite for the Assassin release." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." And he's, and he's like, "It's five dollars to get it." And I'm like, "Dude, that sounds awesome." And he's like, and if you get, it, you know, when you get in, you have got the opportunity to buy a bottle. And I'm like, well, that sounds awesome. And then he texted back about 10 minutes later. He's like, oh my God, 12 ounce bottle of Assassin is $100. <laughs> and so some of these hype breweries, you know, and, and, and this is why I'm asking the question if maybe this is what's going on with heist, people are more interested in buying a commodity and selling it on the secondary market. We know how cataclysm was. I yeah.
1: absolutely do not get that sense here at okay. all. Yeah, that's, that's not a, yeah not I, didn't okay. I didn't either. I no. didn't either.
2: Because like, you know, and, and I, I mean, this beer notwithstanding, nope. I mean, if, if you bought this as an investment opportunity to flip all of this nope. stuff to nope. somebody else. Yeah, you're like, doing it wrong. You
0: know. Yeah. You invested in the wrong crypto coin, boss.
1: Yeah. Especially since the four, uh, that mixed four pack is just kind of like a, a preview of We're going to show you what we're bringing out to the market like next week, week or two. Yeah. Uh,
0: But, I mean, honestly, it's one of those things where I'm half with Wells, I'm half not of will I go back? Um, Honestly, just flat out, I will tell you right now, it is very brewery dependent for me of who's there. Sure.
2: Uh, And now that you've had Jackie O's. Yeah. If, it's, if they're the big one next time,
0: are you even interested? Exactly. And that's kind of where I landed. And more too, like what you could get, the landscape there was weird. Like a bunch of seltzers. And I'm not about that life. I'm not like, either.
2: To me, if you're having a big beer event and you're filling up some space with seltzers, you don't have enough good breweries coming.
1: And or I don't know the, if that's what they were asked to bring, or what they chose to bring, or what what the the deal is. But um, I do want to give a, a special shout out to Back Channel Brewing Collective. Uh, they brought a, a beer called Squash that was a hazy IPA with Phantasm. Uh, as I've talked about on the show uh, numerous times, I love Phantasm. Yes, this you is do. like this is like my second favorite. Phantasm treatment, bef- like behind the one that brought me to the dance. Okay, um, and then they also had an apple brandy imperial stout. No adjuncts, no bullshit. Just <laughs> apple brandy and imperial stout, and it was freaking amazing. That was my favorite table of the festival. Like, not close. Sorry, you don't have to be sorry. It's fine.
0: Uh, any other standouts for you?
1: I mean, those, those are the ones that I I just. At the end of the festival, when garbage time was happening and yes. things started falling apart, and,
0: and garbage time did happen, like oh I, yeah, I, I will say this: like you know, we got in an hour early. Yep. Uh, for the most part, like didn't see anybody stumbling around or anything like that, and a, it ended at five, right? Yeah. So the, about four thirty is when garbage time happened. Which <laughs> think about that. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That you know people I'm, are I'm drinking- not mad. For that long, yep. and it took that long for garbage time to happen. And then we all, the three of us, kind of looked at each other and was like, eh, "It might it, be time to it,
1: it. It's it's time. Like like it's lo- time to load it's up time. on your load up on your apple brandy barrel and, and get the hell on home."
0: Yeah. Um, the other thing that I will say did completely impress me is just the overall lack of drunkenness because that's I don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, it's one of those things where I'm just—I guess I was so used to it at beer festivals of, yeah, seeing these just—and to be brutally honest, I was one of them back in the day, yeah—and did not see any of it. So you
2: would, you, your hope for especially for the two of you going to a festival like this is that it's attracting the right, I would say, the right type of crowd, except for the asshole that brought his dog. Fuck that guy. But but it's bringing, you know, it's it's bringing people who are more interested in trying things rather than the how fast can I get ripped up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this is totally that
0: festival, at least in my eyes, of I'm here to try things, not get just shit faced mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you how many times I saw them replace the water, you know, jugs. Like, people were water champing like crazy. I yep. was one of them. Like, I I haven't had both VIPs. Okay, I, I... You're fine, you're fine. Shit all looks this I know, I know. It's okay. I am, because we're talking, Jeffrey.
2: Yeah, I'm sure you are.
0: But at the end of the day, I guess my biggest gripe was Wells and I paid X amount of money for this super VIP package, and you would think, we're getting in an hour early, we should have some like special shit to try. Nope, none of it. Like, no special beer,
1: well, but you got a special beer to take home. Well, you
0: did, you did. But what I'm saying, and I, and maybe I'm asking too much. I, I
2: know, I know what you're getting at. You want, you want access to that beer that nobody else is going to get. Or because they're going to get it later? It's going to kick before the yes. plebes start but, coming in. But yeah.
1: they did. There were several breweries that were pouring magnum bottles that they only brought one of.
0: Oh. So yeah. they, they kicked before we even got a chance to get to them. Uh, we I,
1: I got to several of them, so I don't know Ooh, it. what you're... What the fuck, man? <laughs> Sounds like
0: that's a you problem. It might be, because he didn't tell me about these special magnum bottles. Does he need to like hold you by the hand maybe, wherever he goes? Maybe. Jeez. Um, it, it, at the end of the day, I, I would be interested to see what your thoughts would be, like if you would even ever go to it. You
2: looking at me?
0: Yes, of course. You, because you're the only one that now has not gone. I... Okay, so... Um, going back like, to... Going, like knowing now that it's not a drunk fest. Yeah. It literally is like, you're here to try
2: some True. really amazing beers. Some of them are hype breweries. So so my my clinch moment for that particular festival was the ticket price. Um, I... I Going back to the assassin conversation for a second. Yes, we've had so many beers on the show that I've gotten to the point to where, other than you know, eventually one of these days, getting a hold of a bottle of Utopias. Yes, which I will probably, happen. And
0: I, and, I, and I think at that point we just rubber stamp and say, yep. show's done. Yeah, We're I, over. I, I don't. It's it.
2: What well, we've it. If we ever get a bottle of it." it needs to like sit here on your shelf and that will be our, when we're ready to wrap it all up, we'll open that bottle and that will be the, you know, that'll, that'll be it. The Magnus Opus. That's right. But like outside of that, like something like assassin, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure that that bottle of, you know, coconut caramel, almond stout from Jay Wakefield, that's a hundred dollars for 500 milliliters. I'm sure it's great. I don't, I got enough good stuff, enough good beer in my life. I don't, like, I don't, I don't necessarily need that.
0: So are you saying then that that's I'm not, a, a no for you?
2: I'm and, and spoiler alert, you know, looking at what you all got for your VIP, I'm looking at this going, fuck that. What if you would just get the plebe ticket? Knowing now that you don't really,
0: your chances of getting, like, to Wells' point, like, they brought a Magnum and, Good luck if you get it
2: So then at that point it's Do you want to come to a beer festival And hang out with me and Wells Is what you're basically asking me And to that I say ha And also maybe Okay
0: (laughs) It's one of those things where I get it I get
2: it I've only been to one I kind of want
0: to go to another to compare To see Let's do a little bit Compare and contrast
2: There are other beer festival Beer events Whatever that I've been to That I don't have any interest in going back to Yes This one at least sounds pretty chill yeah, I mean, and I'd be okay for like a chill. And, and plus a, the
1: pulled pork platter.
0: It is a super chill yep. environment. Like I said, it's not... It wasn't a drunken bro-fest, right. which was my big fear. Right. Um, I'm not, not going to take you to one of those, Josh. You should I, know me that well, well by now. I know, but you also never know what the mood of the crowd is, right? Like, the crowd could have turned on you. Like, mm. we're in a new environment. and <sighs> Everything's possible. Yeah, so the fact that it wasn't... Was a pleasant surprise. Uh, the f- The fact that the other thing that was weird for me is Jeff. I know you will know this very well. You go to one of these events and you know everybody. Didn't know us all, other than Wells and Liz. I would also that argue nice feeling.
2: I, I would also argue that the the days of knowing everybody who's there are kind of over. There was that period yeah. of time, and it was. Five, actually, probably like seven, eight years ago, where there was kind of like a core group, if you will. That went to almost every event. That we all went to everything. We all saw each other, high-fived and whatever like that. And then we all got older, and a lot of us had kids, and a lot of that stuff just stopped. Yep. I'm at... Wales for Wishes this year. Neither of you two were there for reasons, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, I was out of town. Sure. So were you.
2: I, again, reasons. No no big no. issue there. But I mean like life gets in the way. You know, I saw life Gaddy. Finds a way. I saw self. That was pretty much it. Yeah. You know, in that's one of the bigger festivals in town. I mean, so I, guess I saw Mark. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Right. I mean, honestly, I'd be very
0: curious to see if you would be interested in going next year. And like I said, I don't think I'm buying the the expensive ticket anymore. Yeah. I'm I mean, just going buy the plain old uh, leap ticket and be yeah, good with it. I, I,
2: I feel like everything is conditional, right? You know, if it comes out next year and the star, I don't want to say the stars in line. I don't want to sound like that crazy out there. But I mean, you know, like if it, if the scheduling works. And, you know, the stuff they've got looks interesting. Like, I'm not opposed to going, especially if I've got people to go with. But I'm not, like, marking it down on my calendar for next year either.
0: The other quick little nitpick thing, and then we can get into the stories that I will have, is...
2: Stories? What are these stories you talk about?
0: Um, They didn't post the lineup of, like, who was bringing what until the night before.
1: Well, it wasn't what they were bringing until the night before. They had been posting throughout, like who is coming.
0: Yes, that part. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's fine. So, it, but I, once it, you kind of learn to look at, like, okay, so and so is known for this. So and so is known for that. Like, th- I had this from them last year. I can expect this from them this year. Um, I don't. There was one brewery that I was super excited to try that starts with an, uh, an uncommon letter. And uh, I'm like, wow, why in the ever-loving shit are you guys hyped? Why?
0: Oh, yeah. No. Do you you want me to say who it is? Because I have no qualms about it. Go for it. Zool sucked. Like, I don't know if you've heard the hype around Zool Brewery.
2: Never even heard of them until you mentioned them
0: earlier. Okay. Uh, Probably, hands down, the worst... One beer that I tried and I tried what, one and walked. Away. Oh, oh
1: the, the strawberry banana shake thing was No, I didn't even do that. Oh, yeah. just, I'm surprised. DDH. I'm surprised that Liz ordered that one. I'm like, this looks and smells like somebody threw up in your glass. So
2: so what are they hyped for?
0: Haze for the most part.
2: I don't know.
1: Just, it's just it's, it, it's adjuncted those, things. It,
0: and, it is a marketing company that quote unquote makes beer. Because now that explains
1: everything. Their Uh, their shirts were rocking.
0: Yeah, their shirts. Like they had, of course, like Rick Moranis on a shirt and all this other cool shit on a shirt. How
2: do you not infringe on IP that isn't yours? Right. Uh, But yeah, um,
0: that was one of those breweries where I was like, oh, cool. Zool's here. And they're like right up front, like the first tent you see when you walk in. And yeah, I was very disappointed. Um, What was that one brewery that. We all kind of kept walking back to. I can't remember. Started with a P.
1: Oh, was that the one with the especially dank? Uh, yes. Uh, New Zealand hopped. Yes,
0: like, that one.
1: IPL. Oh uh, shoot! Give me a minute. I'll, yeah, I'll why, why Wells is
0: looking that up? Um, I
2: don't know. Like I said, Jeff, this like, is one of okay. those festivals that. Here, here's my thing, though. Okay, I, I feel, and it's not about the festival. It just, hype breweries in general. Are are frustrating because I, I feel like you know to your point when it becomes a marketing group that is trying to like if they're if they are and if you're not just joking about it if they are primarily a marketing company that makes beer. I mean it, that's the way it looked. They so had that, twelve t shirts. Okay. So, so, all right. So having a good merch person isn't necessarily indicative of it, but I mean like if you've got somebody who's looking at all the trends and says, ah, yes, let's make these things because that will get us popular. And then you go and you start like putting in fake reviews in places. And I mean, look at everybody has that local brewery that has that local beer that they think is the best. And it gets out in the real world and it's like, Not as good. But we still live in this world of we've got to get our untapped check in and
1: hmm.
0: Right.
2: This has an aggregate 4.2 and I don't really think it's good. So maybe there's something wrong with me. But I had to go through a lot of hoops to to get through this and people will see how great I am because I had this rare beard. Oh my God, you guys, it's five stars. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. You know, like I know you guys love the hazy stuff, but there are more bad hazies out there that have good ratings case in point i get a text from scott the other day he's out on the west coast and he's reading this article about the highest rated beers in every state the highest rated beer in north carolina is citra by heist and i'm like I, i mean it's fine yeah but it's also came out at a time when the hype for that style of beer was super high and it was super hard to get a hold of. Yeah. And the hype ramped all that up. Like, I don't, I, you know, I don't need time. I, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. Did you find that brewery?
1: I didn't check it in and I'm so embarrassed. Okay. Fair it, enough. It's fun.
0: Fair enough. Uh, anyway, speaking of breweries, Bro- Brooklyn is Brooklyn brewing moving. Brooklyn. Yeah. After a very long time being in one place.
1: Uh, yeah. 25 years. Is that right? In in one location, and, yes. and they're going to be relocating. I don't really know the geography of uh, Brooklyn very well. But I don't know. I've I've, I've been to this facility. Um, wow. And I still have a couple beer tokens. Like, that was a... I do too. That was I don't really know where cool, I got them, but yeah. I don't know. Um, so they're just moving their production facility, moving their whole operation into a into a nearby area they've been on the hunt for god how long has that been four years okay that's been a minute so okay new location is four blocks from its own spot and it's going to be 11,000 square feet bigger they're saying uh 40 new employees should be onboarded excellent um i don't man this really gets into the uh, asking rent per square foot, 30-year lease. Like, I mean, this is, from the commercial observer, this is not a uh, a beer website. This is like, here is, it's a business, very business,
2: business, 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 business.
1: Correct, but it's still pretty cool.
2: We feel yeah. you, Lord Business.
0: It was Prolific Brewing, by the way, was the place.
1: Yes. P r o l Yeah, like the dumbest spelling of Prolific you could ever imagine. Yeah. Was that,
2: was that started by Tiffany with three Ys?
1: I think so. Because my joke that whole time was like, oh, no, they're like secretly anti-abortion because it's pro-life. C-P-R-O-L-Y-F-C. See? See? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bad joke. They, they, I know. They did not uh, buy enough vowels for their name, but goddamn, they, yeah, well, they, 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 they spent stole... that money on New Zealand hops and absolutely impressed me.
2: And like they... It caused a valve shortage, you know, which Dissolver yeah. is still dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other one, course, I, had
1: the I hate you, John. <laughs> do you
2: want this one, though?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I, you do. I paid for it. You want it. Okay. So I want it. I you. If you want it. If there you, you don't, put a cork in it. I'll take it home. Speaking oh. of Dissolver. Yes. Dealing with it to this day. Um, DS, if you're not in North Carolina... Uh, Dissolver, spelled D-S-S-O-L-V-R. It feels like an internet
2: company from, like, 1999. Yes. Totally. But Flickr, Tinder, or no, 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 not Tinder footballs, was like Flickr. You remember, like, like, that that whole oh, yeah. era of, like...
0: No do, vowels.
2: Why, what, yeah, like, okay, I get it. All the websites are taken, and so now we're dropping vowels to... Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm a big fan of the uh, Asheville location of Dissolver. And I guess dissolver wants to spread the love around. They are opening a location in Durham and it's not far away from where a number of other breweries are already operating. I think glass jug has a tap room in the neck of the woods. Full steam has their primary um, production facility over there too. Um, I'd, it, it's a little hilly in that neck of the in that area for me. I mean, but you can park and just hit a a park and also like several breweries and I don't know. It's it's neat to see a, a brewing district kind of more pop up, more mature a little bit.
0: Well, and I, I would say like it's weird too to choose not weird but surprising I should say to choose Durham. When everybody that's got an Asheville brewery decides to do a tap room here. But or, you know what?
2: Good for them. I mean, no, because, it's smart. It's a smart move. Because in there, my there's opinion. like, we were in um Cary, Raleigh area this last weekend, and there's not a ton of brewery options there. Like, there's some, but I'm just like, ah, but what if I, you know, Yeah, want something else? And
0: Yeah, like the, the, messages you were sending me about the beer you were drinking and actually enjoyed. I was like, wait, what new Anthem uh, stuff?
2: Right, right. Well, that was at the game, right? Yeah. Cause like my, my big complaint the last time I was at a Tar Heel game was the normal stand that I go to for beer. They had like wicked weed. Pernicious was like, it looked like everything there was all ABM. And then oddly yeah. enough, like this time it didn't feel nearly as bad. And I got a new anthem, um, Fade IPA, and it was closer to like a not cele- Well, it was like a celebration vibe. You know oh? what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. Not I not hazy. Wasn't hazy at all. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely was just like a kind of like pernicious. You know, okay. just like like a wow. that kind of style. I was actually like, I'm like, I don't, I don't hate this. I would actually drink more of this. But yeah, weird to see that. But uh, yeah, uh, anywho, dissolver. Yeah. Yeah,
1: typically, we see like Raleigh is the focus. Um, you
0: like high, high
1: Wire opened in Raleigh. We're just talking about New Anthem. That's a Raleigh thing, right? Um, Durham doesn't get a lot of love. I know there's they're geographically adjacent, but yeah, it's it's not the same, right? So uh, kind of cool. Yeah, it is very cool. Uh, Six Point. Yes. What what are they doing?
0: Because I forgot about
2: Six Point a long time ago. I I saw one of their mix boxes at the Total Wine, and it kind of freaked me out. And I'm like, maybe I should buy this just for giggles. (laughs) And then I saw it didn't have like a brewed on date. It had a Best Buy January 20th. And I'm like,
1: I'll pass. These are not the same. Uh, Six Point has is getting ready to open a second tap room before their first tap room's even open. Is that right? And then we talked about Six Point on the show within the last three months, how they've been in business for, God, since 2004.
2: How long has Bengali been an IPA? Always. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been around for a minute. I know Bengali's been around. I just don't remember being an IPA.
0: Yeah, no, it's always been an IPA.
1: All right. So, Six Point did just open up their first tap room. So, here it is like two tap rooms in two years after being in business since 2004 is kind of surprising. I mean, these days you kind of see that tap room model, like tap room first. That's what drives the business. And, you know, you go out into the world and, you know, sell your beer at wholesale as like the second arm of your business, but
0: well, they've got that conglomerate money now too. Oh, so.
1: that big conglomerate money. Um, they are and dear listener. Uh, they are part of the, what artisanal beverage ventures yes, thing along with
0: six. Uh, I just said,
1: we yes, were just talking about six. Point. Yeah. It's six point victory brewing, um, bold rock cider. Don't forget about those guys. And I kind of did and Southern tier. So that's that's one hell of a multi-headed hydra. I don't know. It's just kind of when it rains, it pours, I suppose. And we were just talking the last show about all these places closing. So it's really neat to see somebody like Six Point say hi. Uh, we're we're finally opening up tap rooms after you know all these years in business, and and it's happening fast.
0: All right. So speaking of Six Point, I do have a honest question. So Jeff, you saw some Six Point in the wild. I did. Wells when was the last time you saw like resin in the wild?
1: Oh, you mean outside of the brewers at four thousand one Yancey see location? Yes. Uh none of my local uh, now that's also to say I go to a lot of breweries and I only go to like three bottle shops. But and I did, and I don't sure. go to the beer I own the grocery store. Well do you remember well? But, it, but, but I haven't but Jeff I haven't seen I can... it. Oh yeah. Remember,
0: it, like, resin was everywhere. It,
2: it was, it, it would like, it would come out and we would get excited for it. Yes.
1: So the, the funny kind of thing about that was the last time I really saw it everywhere was before this buyout. But they had a different distributor at the time.
2: Well, and so what I find interesting is that now that Brewers at Yancey is here. Mm-hmm. And their corporate see, headquarters is here. I see less of. Everybody. I, I Like, I can't tell you the last time I saw a Southern Tier bottle. Yeah. Southern tier, six point, victory for that matter. I yeah. Like, I'll see Sour Monkey floating around every once in a while, but that's it.
0: Like, I, so, grocery store, beer shopper. Because that's what, that's what ABV should be. Yeah. Grocery store, store, beer shopper here. The weird little place that's down the road for me. Yeah. They have the Sour Monkey mix yeah. pack. Sure. And that's all I see for Right, victory. that's all I see too. Yeah. Like, how am I not getting Dirt Wolf? How am I not getting? Where's Hop Ranch? Yes. Where's Resin? Where's High Res? Where's- yes. Where is all this shit that I used to love? I loved Resin. I loved High Res. I can't fucking find that shit now unless I go to that place, which is so disappointing. When, yeah, because you don't want to go there. No, I don't. I do not want to go there. I went there once and I will never go again. Yeah. Like. No, I do not. It's want to a little there. bit of
2: a mess, but it's okay. And how are they just?
0: Oh my god! How are they not distroing in their own fucking
2: home market?
1: Yeah.
0: Anywho, uh,
2: as we reach into hour two of this episode,
1: sorry. Lord. So we've talked about uh, Athletic Brewing on the show in yes, in, in we've had in the past. some of their beers, and honestly, like that blonde was really tasty. Yeah, I wasn't mad like, at. Not it. not even for a non alcoholic beer. I mean, like. Really tasty beer, uh, man. They are getting some a big chunk of change uh, as an investment from Keurig Dr Pepper. Today I learned. Today, that
2: Keurig <laughs> owns Dr Pepper now. It's like that first time that you're driving down the road and you see the like Taco Bell, KFC, Long John Silver's, Pizza Hut, or whatever. You know, right? The young
1: it's
0: brands' like, mega store. Wow,
2: that's that is a lot of different foods all in one place. <laughs> yes.
1: Welcome to Costco. I love you. you.
2: No, when I saw this, I,
0: I was completely surprised that Kerry owns Dr Pepper. That's crazy, but. Um,
1: Or does Dr. Pepper own Keurig? Keurig. I kind of
2: doubt it. Dr. Pepper's been one of those brands that have been passed around like the neighborhood bicycle in your mom. Yes. Seven Up,
0: too. You forgot Seven Up because it's Seven Up Dr. Pepper. Well, you didn't. The writers
1: of Brewing did. I'll tell you who's up. So Keurig Dr. Pepper is investing, taking a minority stake in athletic brewing to the tune of Fifty million million. That's some serious investment, man. And And that's a minority stake? Yeah. Like, holy cow.
0: Dude, you cannot, at least for me, I cannot go to my local bottle shop. I cannot go to my local grocery store. Yeah, yeah.
2: Those, like, restraining orders suck, don't they? (laughs) Without
0: seeing. It is not, like, prominently displayed, but if you know where to look, you can find that athletic shit. It's, like, well stocked.
1: It, all the well-stocked. It wasn't what we had on the show. Like, one of those wasn't terrible. And I am I just don't go to that, like, beer shelf in in my local. Right. So I'm not looking for it. But if for some reason I had to, I, I, I could do a lot worse.
0: I mean, out of all of the NA beers that are out there, at least the ones that I have tried, these are definitely the least offensive.
2: Sure. I mean... But it's not saying much.
0: No, it's not. But like you, I don't know if y'all had ever tried no duels before, but. Oof. Oh,
1: yeah, that was dreadful. Oof. Like, wow, I can't. And I think of Bush in A, I also accidentally ended up with once and whatever. I hate
2: accidentally ending up in Bush.
1: Yeah, Boo.
2: In A Bush? <laughs> oh, okay. Right, no, I got you. I got you. Didn't mean I was going to run with it, but I got you. Hey, cool. Yeah, uh, here's some homework from all the wells.
1: What do you mean? Here's some homework. I don't know. I was, who else wants to listen to another podcast? Because I mean, once you're done with us and you really want to dig into the Lost Abbey uh, Brewer, or I can't remember what he what he does, but uh, if you want to listen to a a uh, 71-minute interview with the brewmaster from Sierra Nevada. And I haven't listened to this yet, but I did kind of listen or read through this article. Dude, this is really neat. Um, I, I like this format. It's an interview with a, a beer industry person interviewing another beer industry person. Yeah. It can be a little inside baseball at times, but I did learn a couple things about Sierra Nevada, and that is their brewmasters absolutely disdain for sidecar, like the uh, orange-infused Sierra Nevada Pale He has incredibly negative things to say about that, how he would never drink it recreationally, wouldn't even let it pass his lips during like a flavor panel, like an off-flavor panel. Like, I'm not Mm -hmm. touching this beer, and I hate you for making me brew it. And I don't think it's been back out. Oh, it was it. It didn't work. Yeah, right. Like we love Sierra Nevada, but look, Look,
2: they had a moment where they were trying. They for they were in the rare situation where they were trying to play catch up.
1: Correct, and thankfully they were able to kind of right the ship. Obviously, get back to doing Sierra Nevada things the way Sierra Nevada likes to do it. But this uh, on the early days of brewing, like, how in the world did you? like get hired to do this, or maybe it was the the section before. It's like, well, I was basically hired because I could hold two beers in each hand and put them into packaging, which is like, you cannot get hired just these days like that anymore. But that was back in the day when it was like, I'm just interested
2: in this and you could get a job.
1: I was interested in this, got a job when they decided to start brewing seven or six days a week, I'm sorry. And I'm sitting here like, The days when Sierra Nevada had to decide to start brewing six days a week, that's wild to think about.
2: Yeah. Today's today's day, if you want to get into this kind of a job, you've got to have a master's in putting bottles in boxes. And I'm like only half joking.
1: Yes. Or at least gone to a trade school for putting bottles in boxes, if if not a master's. Um, How they were one of the first breweries to start with hop contracts and also how... Dangerously close, the Cascade variety, which I consider like one of the three. I mean, not I consider. I consider it one of the workhorses of the American craft beer yep. industry. It is definitely one of the three Cs, along with uh, like the CTZ, like and um Chimac. CTZ Centennial and Cascade. Like those were the big fucking three yep. for for me Forever. when I when I was in the beer industry. And and you're kidding? They came this close to not having Cascade anymore? Wild. Um, messing with an, I, I don't know. I, I've read this article two times. It's very fun. So definitely read this. There's also a link to another podcast inside just in case you feel like don't click that. Don't click that. I'm not going to click it, but but okay. still that, that's pretty neat. So, and uh, speaking of hops going to our last uh, story topic.
0: Uh, this yeah, one, I was very excited to read this headline in this article. Have, and I, I, read really this okay. have well, I read this one before? True. What?
1: Okay. so this is true. Uh, so this is a link to medical news today. Uh, and I did go and read the, well, at least the first couple pages of the actual uh, study. Yeah. Uh, and this is what I hate about some news sources. They're like... Like certain hoppy beers could help you fight Alzheimer's.
2: Clickbait.
1: Exactly. So basically folks are working on, researchers are working on hop extract. Like there's certain uh, things inside hops that can help you fight Alzheimer's. However, if you're drinking just beer to kind of uh, obtain those uh, beneficial hop extracts, you're, you're, kind of shooting yourself at the foot at the same time yeah. because alcohol and this, that, and the other kind of diminished at the same time. So they're working on a medicinal application (sighs) for, I can't wait
2: for a prescription beer, right? But I don't think (laughs) Eli Lilly will sell it for $83 per ounce.
1: Yeah. Well, still as somebody that's been around, uh, memory degenerative disease before it's yep. it's hard and for sure it's
0: terrifying oh yeah for sure it's not just hard it's terrifying yep. it, it is
1: wild to think that there is something that like a very small part of one of the ingredients in beer like could be beneficial down the road that's yeah
2: super excited for that if it happens yeah
1: especially as i'm getting older and
0: like Seeing this shit in my life, I'm like, uh, yeah, please. Getting old sucks,
2: man. I'm telling you right now.
0: It, it, it really does. I hate it.
2: Source I'm an old man
0: <laughs> with old man classes. We're ready to for break. Them. Yes, please. Please do it. We'll be back in 30. buy no buy wells yes this one's on you we're doing a very special buy no buy because we both bought the super vip ticket super vip to night and day tres yeah uh with that we got a four pack and a bomber so did you get a kick in the nuts
1: i don't um, know that's not a bomber it's like a 500 milliliter. all right fair enough
0: yes because i feel like that'd be consistent with what you got so Jeff, what is the first beer up in this four pack that we got? For which, by the way, you could get this as both VIP and Super
2: VIP. Okay, so. the the
1: four first four cans were everybody for, for that both wanted
2: to not because play this tea is place. this isn't like a special beer. Some or these aren't special beers. They're just like. Not quite ready to hit the shelves yet, correct? Because right. some of these, so, so, some of these I did see on the shelves, so
0: yes. yes, so prime example the two IPAs were literally canned the day before the festival. Cool, that's that's actually pretty sweet, yeah.
2: I you, like that. You can't get any fresher than that, no, no, I mean, unless it's day up, but I mean, yeah. whatever, you like, whatever, no, but but like, I get it, like, no, that's actually really who's cool. gonna
1: can on a Saturday, not yeah. me. Well,
2: okay. All right, so uh, first up we're... first is big picking, Um... A Berliner Weiss-style ale with raspberry. If you read the untapped description, it talks about them putting higher ABV in there, and it's a whopping 6%. 6.1. I mean, I don't know what the regular pick and series is. It's probably five and a half. It's
1: in, it's in the forced fives.
2: Okay. So they got an extra percentage of alcohol in it. Um, this is raspberry. I'm not a huge fan of raspberry. There's a lot of raspberry in this. I didn't like the raspberry. I'm not buying this one for any reason ever.
1: Wells? As uh, I love some raspberry. I really do. And this just tastes like uh, raspberry juice in beer form. Uh, either that sounds good to you, which it does to me. Or you're gonna hate it, like Jeff does. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I I mean Josh and I kind of like coordinated which one of these which beers we we're gonna split out of our allotment. I, I drank my big picking yesterday and had a great afternoon with it. Uh, so I'm a buy. Josh, what do you think?
0: You know what I love? What's that? Raspberry. Uh-huh? Do you know what I hate this beer? The raspberry fruits getting stuck into your teeth? Oh, yeah, the yeah. The seeds. Yeah, the seeds. So uncomfortable. So annoying. This tastes like I'm just drinking raspberry puree. It's
2: pulp-free orange juice, but raspberry.
0: Yes. Uh, this is absolute buy for me. Like, I love a good raspberry jam, but I hate it because I get all those fucking
2: seeds in my mouth. Right. And it irritates the shit out of me. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up, somebody found a new font for the cans. Uh, this is Heist's Peach Freeze a Berliner vice style ale with peaches and lactose-free vanilla ice cream powder. And so
0: Astronaut I, Ice Cream, sure. That's what that is. Um,
2: all I know is that I opened this can and the contents started oozing out coming up out of the top, which we don't see too often, but whatever, sometimes it's a it's a big fill, right. it's heavily carbonated whatever, so I started pouring some of it and then uh, by the time I get in pouring for for all of us, I go back to my glass and it looks like, um, it, it looks like either somebody had gotten super sunburned and it was all blistering. Yeah, it you know, looked like or a or Petri maybe maybe, a maybe the bit. top of it was like it was, a pellicle. Pellicle. Like it was yeah. leprous or something like that. Like it looked disgusting. And then I took a sip of it and I'm like, this. Seems familiar to me. And I took another sip of it. I'm like, okay, so it tastes like the idea that they're going for. Peach and ice cream. It's kind of like this creamsicle. But when I was in college, <clears throat> we would go to uh, a bar for people's 21st birthdays. And, the, and their big specialty was shots. And they had this big menu shots, of like, shots, all these shots, different shots shot, that shot, you shot, could try. Shot, shot, shot. And they had one that we made everybody do when they turned 21 called the concrete mixer. Smith mixer, yeah. And uh, you take a sip of it, and it like solidifies in your mouth, and it's super disgusting. That is this beer. Taste-wise, I, I appreciated the peach. The, I, to me, this is like they tried to do what Divine Barrel does with peach cobbler, but they went horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. This is a disgusting beer that I will never, ever drink again. Zero buys ever. Look, at, you look. You do you really see my feel. hand? These are all the buys that I give. Yeah. Wells.
1: Honestly, I don't really think I have anything to add. They they achieved what they were going for and what it is it I mean It, it is what it says it is. It is like it's it it tastes like melted peaches and cream, but it's ugly. And I it's heavy, it's yep. weirdly heavy. Like I put, I poured that entire pint glass into it, uh, just a glass so I could right. get a look at this thing, and uh, oh, it, that it's so like a science experiment. It, that no, I I just wanted to see what it looked like when right. when yeah, I was yeah. drinking it, and it was so heavy that when I rinsed my glass out and it took like three attempts to get that thing fully clean. It's it's so heavy. Like this. This is not pleasant to me. It it tastes good if my eyes are closed. I mm, no no by no by. Please God, yeah, no by. Title of Wells a
2: sex tape. It tastes good to me if my eyes are closed.
1: Amen. It all looks the same. It all tastes the same in the dark. Sorry,
2: Josh.
0: No, 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 no. Uh, I've never. I don't think we have ever
2: seen a visually unpleasant beer on this show We, and we that, went that th- I know of. We went through that phase with Westbrook where it was a roll of the dice whether or not it would be a gusher or not. Yes. Gushers, at least, were just like, okay, there's something weird here, but it doesn't look disgusting. Right. This looks disgusting. Yeah, this looks like you
0: poured out a science experiment into a beer. Uh, that's the weird part is unoffending taste wise. Yep. Like it tastes like it should, yep. but it looks fucking weird and I could not get over it. Yep. Nobody. Next beer. Up. Uh, next
2: beer up. This is Uber Quinchel part of the Quinchel series. Yes. Cause that's a thing. Sure. Uh, a hazy double IPA with Citra and galaxy. And I say, Oh cool. Citra and galaxy. These are hops that I really enjoy. This is going to be a beer that I really enjoy. And I took a sip of this and I'm like, oh, I don't know that I really enjoy this. I took another sip of it. I'm like, um, and then at third sip, I was like, yeah, no, 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 Um, this is, th- this falls into that hazy for hazy's sake for me. Um, I, 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 I don't want to feel like I have this beer in between my teeth as an IPA and I, and I do, I don't get it. Um, you asked if I wanted to. Go to this festival next year, and like, if this was the beer that I got, I'd be like, okay, cool. But you're paying for half of it, and you're taking the beer with you. Fair enough. No buy. Wells. I know. I just 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 had that one.
1: I really like this. I mean, I'm a big fan of Citraquenchal, and and you're giving me like the
2: highest rated beer in North Carolina. Wow.
1: I I understand where your criticism is coming from. That uh, now that. The scene has kind of calmed down a little bit. Maybe it's time for the whatever. Yeah. But this is pretty good. I mean, I really enjoyed Uber um uh, and you're giving me a, a gassed up version of that. I'm fine with it. Definite buy. Josh.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. Like I love Citroquinchal and I get the Uber version of it, like as Jeff makes inappropriate Motions with the hands. Yes, this is an absolute buy. This is fantastic. And I feel bad, but I kind of knew what I was doing when I Rochambelled Wells for, hey, I'm going to bring these fruited
1: beers that I know I'm going to hate.
0: <laughs> so I can keep the good IPAs.
1: I'm fine with that because, again, I had two allotments to choose from. Yes, you did. So and, uh, so
0: you didn't get screwed. So, yep, yeah, I am f- fully looking forward to this can on Thanksgiving. Cause I'm saving it for that, so absolute bye. Next
2: beer up. Up uh, next, the showstopper, which um, I was like, eh, something about this art kind of works. And then uh, as I was reading the um, the, actually, I didn't notice it until I saw the uh, the date stamp on this uh, with the old man glasses, sweet chin music. Yes, I'm like ah yes, HBK, I got you. This is the showstopper from Heist, a hazy triple IPA, um, made with Back Channel Brewing, Citra Cryo, Citro Lupamax, Citra Spectrum, Strata, and Moutaika. This one isn't this. This is my um, this is my favorite out of the four plebeian VIP pack. Um, it, it is, it's not as bothersome to me as the others are. Okay. Uh, the, the hops work, it's all fine. Uh, that being said, I had the opportunity to buy this today and, and I didn't. And, and so sometimes that'll happen and then we'll have a beer on the show and I'm like, Oh, I've got to go. I'm going to, I'm going to stop by that same place on my way home and I'm going to buy some. I will not be doing that. I will not be buying this beer. Um, it's fine. I would have it if I was at Heist and I'm getting a flight or something like that. But I just, I am I'm not interested enough in this to buy any more of it.
1: Wells. I dug this. I've really enjoyed uh, seeing more cryo products in the market. Uh, How in the hell is this coming in 10% smoother than it's, it's junior predecessor. Um, I enjoyed the showstopper. If, uh, not even an if like it it's it's sneakily it's dangerous. It's easy to drink. It's I don't know. Big fan of this one, and I will buy it. Josh, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, like I I honestly feel like I paid for whichever these two beers and kind of part of this next one solely with the VIP super VIP ticket. Uh, I'm not mad at this beer either. Like, I would not kick this beer out of bed for eating crackers. Like, uh, I'm going to have a fun Thanksgiving. Like, I kind of squirreled away some beer in there for this reason. And, damn, this is, this reminds me of why, this is where Jeff is going to go off. Um. This reminds me of why Heist is who they are in my mind. Sure. Well, yeah. I know what I'm going to get when I get their hazies. Yep. And they fucking kill it when they make these hazies. They know what they're doing. And if you like it,
2: you're in heaven. If you hate it, you fucking hate it. That's a very valid point. I feel like, so you remember how we kind of had that run with duck rabbit and we kind of got to this point where it was like, you know, duck rabbit has this very distinctive yeast. Yes. Yes and if you don't like it you're not going to like anything they make yep i'd like a couple of heist beers yes but you two love them yeah so it works for you great and that's yes. what I'm glad to hear that i'm glad that you like them you know they which to me makes me feel better that it's not just i'm crazy no you're not it's like, just like this it doesn't it doesn't vibe for me
0: yeah if this is not your style like I would never recommend you go to heist at this day and age.
2: Mm, I, I, no, 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 no. I, I disagree. I, I would totally go to heist, and I would have a good time because I've been to heist, and I've had a good time. Even if I don't love all of the beer, it's a cool spot. The oh, Barrel cool. Arts
0: is beautiful.
2: Yeah, yes. like, like it's like there's, there's they got so much going for it that I can go and I can deal with beer that I don't love because I know it's made well. Well,
1: it's just not for you. It's not for me. But also,
2: I'm not committing to, like, give me a full pint or anything like that. Like, give me a taster flight or something like that. I'll be fine. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, that's one of those places, like, I can go. I can order full pints. I know I'll be happy. But I can also get, like, why you might not be. Uh, Next beer up. Which was the quintessential Wells and I paid all this stupid amount of money for this beer.
1: For yeah. a uh, five hundred milliliter bottle, and a and a teku, you got a glass with a stem, and uh, it was really small. Like you know how like no, it's remember a, when it's a were
0: a big
2: remember when tekus were a big deal back when Mark was still on the show. Well, and you also remember Mark's teku, which yep. was
0: actually like a good sized teku. Yep. Uh, I felt like this was like a baby version of that. So it's like a teku. like a
2: like a eight or ten ounce. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Mm. So I know you guys were excited about this because it was going to be a barrel aged barley wine, correct? Because you both were like gushing over, like, "Oh, we're gonna get this barrel aged blah, blah blah blah." Happy and dances, then like, happy dances. Then like the show before the actual event, word got out that it wasn't going to just be a barrel aged barley wine. There's gonna be more stuff on it. So this is Morning Matinee by Heist, a Wheated Weller Bourbon Barrel Aged Barley Wine. Sounds great hmm Conditioned on Summit Coffee and Cinnamon Streusel. So I'm going to ask the question. Yes. Why? Why would you take something like this, a Wheated Weller barley wine, and then throw coffee and streusel in it? You've already got your, VIP, your super VIPs. Like this isn't like, it's not a marketing tactic. Is there something going sideways in this beer and you're covering it up? Now, I don't know. I'll let you discuss that between the two of you. You spent the money, not me. I will say that I don't love the coffee in this. I feel like the coffee needed a little more roast to it. It's a little green for me. Um, the cinnamon streusel, I pick up after a couple of sips of it. And it's it's there. It's not annoying but it's also barely there. um
1: unnecessarily there.
2: It's not like it it's not even it's not even so it's not it's definitely not front and center. It's definitely not off to the side. It's like way out there in in the the cheap lots. Right, like <laughs> hey, I'm in the upper bowl. I'm I'm sitting here questioning why did you put why didn't you put a darker roasted coffee in this? And why did you put the cinnamon in? Like I, these are questions I, I, I know neither of you can answer. I don't. I wanted this beer to be good just like you did. I, I can't help but feel disappointed on your behalf as the resident old man dad.
1: I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed.
2: No buy. Well,
1: when I signed up for the super VIP and I saw bourbon barrel, barley wine and, I'm sold. Like ask no more questions. Sold. Um, when the adjunct list came out, colossal disappointment. And I started contemplating, like, do I want to just shift to regular VIP? Like I, I, I stuck it out, decided to be a trooper. And it's not that this beer is bad. I just feel that the coffee and the, especially the, like any adjunct in this is completely unnecessary. Yep, and and the coffee is doomed. By the way, I mean all coffee is right. Like it doesn't last forever. It turns green, turns vegetal. Um, I don't think
2: this was roasted enough.
1: I also well, I don't know if it's roasted enough. I just don't think it needs to be in there to begin with. And oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm still massively salty about that. This beer at this moment right now is fine, but when I'm looking for a barrel-aged barley wine, this is at the bottom of that stack, and part of me is. But the,
2: the problem is, it needs to be at the top of the stack because you need to drink this now uh, because yes. this is not. Not only is it not going to get any better, that coffee is going to get worse yep. in like three months. That coffee is going to be nasty.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a no buy, Josh.
2: I like how you like waited until he actually said no buy to go actually like code it as no buy, thereby like like okay we'll we'll vamp for a second while you're clicking on the keyboard like you knew he wasn't gonna
0: buy that I know but um, can I just like stand in front of you two and let you kick me in the dick I mean yes because that's I have my boots on basically what happened when I drank this beer there was so much that could be here. Yes. And it's just lost. Yes. It the coffee is already green. The the cinnamon is barely there, which I did take it or leave it, right? I don't care. Yeah, leave it, it. It, it. If you're going to tell me I'm going to make you kind of like a breakfasty barley wine. Cool. Yeah. But make the coffee Oh my god. Like like okay, and, and so the fact that how much we had to pay for this.
1: Yeah. It was, it, a, it was a $40 premium that landed us a teku glass and this 500 milliliter bottle of barrel aged barley wine with, I mean like honestly
2: $40. Yeah. So, so that yeah. glass is probably like, let's just call it $10 just to Correct. be generous. Yeah. So you've got a $30 bottle of you can't get out of it now. Yeah. Which again, as we have discussed, if you
0: are listening to this show, and you are hanging on in this bottle. Don't. Drink it fucking now. Yeah, I because sure hope it's that, already turned. I hope if, if you are a-
1: listening to the show and you have this bottle, that means you probably already tried it at Heist, like I did. Yeah, fair. And and you already know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, because
0: this is this is just a mess, and it's a disappointing mess.
2: I don't I don't think it's a it, it's a it's not it's disappointing. A, it's a mess. And it's not about
1: it, it's it just frustrates me.
2: And so here again is the problem I have when a brewery says, Oh yes, uh, we've done this beer and we're going to tell you that it's expensive because of reasons. And okay, look, I understand, you know, like Weller Beller Weller, well well. Weller wheated Weller barrels yeah. probably aren't cheap. Right. And it doesn't really say on here how long they sat in said barrels. And I know time is money. You know, like I understand that's a whole thing, but you're telling me a 500 milliliter bottle that's worth $30, but you had to throw some adjuncts in it. And like, there's not enough cinnamon in there. Even if you used like legit, legit cinnamon, there's not enough in there to really taste it. No, so you can
0: barely tell it's there.
2: Your ingredient cost on this is not as big as you want me to think it is. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off. Yeah. Like I I'm okay with things cost money. And if you want to tell me that that's why the hazy quadruple dry hopped, you know, hazy IPA of the day, why that has to be $24 a four pack. Like, okay, I'll, I just, I'll avoid those because I don't, I don't see any reason for it. This just makes me angry for the both of you. Yeah. Uh, just flat out, no questions asked.
0: I will not buy a Super VIP, VIP next year unless I am
2: promised something better. Well, but even then, you were promised something, and then it changed. Yeah. Which, again, to me says, what happens when they're going to bottle this? is like, mm, something's a little off. What can we throw in here? Some coffee? Yeah. I'm not saying that's what happened. But
0: yeah. Who, who knows what happened? But, um. yeah, this was a massive
1: disappointment. So last beer up, this was not part of the right. Whatever. I, not 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 uh, part of anything, not
2: part of the, whatever. Yeah. Completely separate. This was the, we were talking about the lineup for tonight and Wells wanted to have this beer on, but it wasn't part of the VIP. And I'm like, look, if we need to audible this in, because we have a couple of dogs in the show, like that's fine. Because at the end of the day, like this is Josh's place. So he doesn't have any issues, but for Wells and I, we have to drive home. So we, we don't want to be stupid about things. Um, But uh, considering how little I drink of this entire lineup, I said, yep, I'm idling this some bitch in. Um, But it's also from Heist. Yes. This is Elegant Violence, a Heaven's Hill bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout. Any adjuncts? No adjuncts. (gasps) What? Surprise, surprise, surprise. Um, And I imagine this probably cost about what that barley one did.
1: Uh, no less. I mean, assuming $30. Yes. Less.
2: (laughs) I'll take this every, I'll take this 11 times out of 10. Mm -hmm. Um, a basic chewy, viscous motor oil, Imperial stout aged wonderfully in bourbon barrels. Nothing distracting from it. It is what it says. It is. This is an excellent beer. I'm not going to say this redeemed any of that bullshit from earlier, but this is a good beer. I will buy this. And you will tap it,
0: because it's the only beer that you actually buy.
2: Well, wait a spoiler alert, (laughs) jerk. (laughs) Wells, what do you think?
1: This was part of a double release, first uh, double release that their new barrel, uh, part of their new (laughs) barrel program. Um, The other one had adjuncts. And while I really enjoyed an Imperial Stout with peanuts and other things. Uh, in the moment, I thought... I just wanted to show this one off because it is so elegantly beautiful. Yes. It, it's elegantly violent. Elegantly violent. But there's there's nothing, nothing to hide here. It's just an Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels. Beautiful beer. Super weirdly easy to drink at... is what it is. Um, I
2: I miss those. Yeah. You got to recode those two, by the way. I, you know, I kind of miss those days of, you know, like here's a big, thick stout, mm -hmm. you know, and like for me, typically that ends up being like a revolution, but this isn't even like thick. Like this is, it's not pastry thick. Correct. But it, but it's got a little bit of chew to it. It's got a little bit of a coach or teeth. You know, whatever. Um, I I I, uh, I had a uh, I got a four pack of the Cafe Death from Revolution show up. Ooh. Um. Oh, so good. But cool. this also right up there. Again, just give me like a base. Like I'm to the point. I feel like we need to make a list of what are the acceptable adjuncts that we want. In an imperial stout anymore, and for me, it's vanilla or coffee.
1: Mm-hmm. Then you should really go to Weathered Souls, and I probably will. You really should.
2: Perhaps the three of us should. Yeah. <sighs> I was in until so you wanted to come along. Fine.
1: Yeah, I, I was mean, talking to Wells, I I absolutely love this beer. It's it's got some big roast, a little bit of leather, a little bit of tobacco. Like it's just it's so good. Uh, and, and a little bit of alcohol burn, let's be honest, but uh, it, it drinks really well, and I'm a little sad that this is my last bottle, but Super Buy. Josh.
0: Why couldn't we get this with our Super VIP? Like, give me this fucking bottle. I would buy a ticket today for so, next
2: year's event. Is it possible that when you're a brewery like Heist who has benefited from all the hype over the years is it possible that when you're now doing this thing and it's super vip that you feel like you have to do something special to justify the cost maybe the beer and maybe that's the reason maybe the beer itself they are completely happy with but they're like i don't know people are like we're gonna get roasted online for not having a fancy barley wine Right. Which sucks because, like, this prop that that barley wine is probably excellent without the coffee. I mean, I could tell it was like drinking it, like, you don't throw that shit in, and it's
0: fantastic. This is another proof positive of you don't always have to adjunk the shit out of your beer. You throw it in a barrel, you let it hang out. If you know what you're doing, you turn out with a product like this, which is stellar. Not wrong. Stellar beer. And I feel like I just got kicked in the dick by heist from that barley wine that I was so excited about. And I paid... Hoodwinked. I like hoodwinked. Run up, Run up, hoodwinked, all that fun stuff. You
2: didn't land on Plymouth Rock? Plymouth Rock landed on you!
0: Well, it's December I tap that. How does that work?
1: Of all the beers that we've had uh, during the course of this recording, what's the one that we would be most excited to have on tap
2: uh, at our home kegerator? Well, gosh since I only <laughs> only bought the one for me, it's super simple. Give me some more of that elegant violence. I like a little bit of the ultra elegant violence.
1: Sure. What do you do? How very clockwork of you. I was um, like,
2: please tell me, you know where I'm going with that. Okay. Thank you.
1: Uh, <sighs> sorry. Sorry. If the, sorry if the droogs don't pick that up, it's Fair fine. Um, but really it is the elegant violence. It, it was close. I, I I did enjoy the showstopper, but boy, that elegant violence is elegant and does violence to my sobriety. Big bye. Josh.
0: I mean, of course, it's, it's got to be the elegant violence, although the uber and the showstopper, I I know as much as Jeff did not like them. No, they totally represent the style. I am stupid excited to have them. Yeah. And yeah. yes, absolute. Amazing beers out of that four-pack. This is in another realm of deliciousness.
2: I love the fact that for the times that we agree and, and you know, we all tap the same thing for two straight shows. And you know, we've I mean for the most part been pretty in sync the last you know number of shows. Yeah. There are those beers that are divisive between us, and I think that's important. You know, yeah. like it's super boring to listen to everybody like, oh yeah, oh, we, yeah, all like oh, this, yeah we all like yeah, this yeah. One. Oh yeah, we all like this one, oh yeah, we all like this one. Sometimes it happens, but you know, it's to me, it's it is compelling that we don't always agree, especially when it comes to IPAs, because that's the popular style, that's yeah. the most represented style at competitions and everything else. So,
0: yeah, absolutely, super cool. Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at?
2: Uh, come to the interwebs, go to craftbeercast.com on your browser of choice. Uh, you can come check us out there, see our old articles. We've got a Patreon if you want to support us that way, or you can email us, contact at craftbeercast.com. You can also slide into Josh's DMs while Elon will still allow it, at cbcast on the Twitters. Wells, where can they find you?
1: Please don't. Uh, okay. Josh. We- <laughs> <laughs> I am at all the Wells on the Instagrams and the Twitters while it's still around. Josh, where are you? Right Besides, right
0: there. You can also follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody. Don't forget about our subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Throw stories up there. Uh, I did have to delete one that somebody just mass posted to, like, 5,000 fucking subreddits, and I'm like, yeah, you're gone. A bunch of beer subreddits of, like, hey, I'm doing this thing. I'm like, no, nope, nope,
1: nope. Yeah, please abide Reddit's... uh Rules on self-promotion. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't
0: vibe with that. Uh, other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.